Welcome to the PSA Podcast. Join us on a journey of inspiration, growth, and education. A chance for you to gain insights, great coaches, thought leaders, and industry peers. Hello, welcome back, PFCA podcast. I think, I think this is episode 10. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, we'll figure it out before we post it, but I think this is episode 10. Anyway, here we are. Ahead of, so tomorrow is um, SGPT live um, seminar that we're doing in Brighton. And so I've been making some notes around the program design for SGPT and we were talking tomorrow we'll be talking about the delivery of it and, and, and what have you. But it just got me to thinking around program design in particular in the gym. And for um what is essentially more than an individualized setting. So we're talking or even small group we know that it's small group PT, but it's more than one person. And then we're into large group and, and, and what have you. And all the challenges that that we face for, with program design for those things. Um, and understandably so. And I think the more that we learn about program design, the more that we understand that really our program is pointed at a particular individual. And so then in the multiple person session setting, even a smaller small group PT, the the use of the program design needs to be different than what it would be for the one-to-one individualized, fully individualized scenario. So whether that's PT, whether that's individualized coaching online or in person, the group thing, we need to look at it slightly differently. And I think that this comes with time and experience. So probably straight away, probably um, at the start of the coach's program design experience there's enough to think around think about around the intricacies of program design and what goes with what and so these thoughts around who it's for and who it should be aimed at probably come a little further down the line however i think it's good for everybody to to hear this and be aware of what's to come in order to potentially start shaping the thoughts and the direction of of where their thoughts and um I guess ideas and, and things might flow in the future because the reality is that in order for us to have success in program design in a, in a group setting, the program design has to have space for the coach in order to operate because what we're really trying to do is we're still trying to create as much of an individualized experience for each of the people in that class setting as we can. And so the more prescriptive, the more defined we are with the program design for the group setting, the harder it is then for the coach to be creative on the floor and really to give the people in those class settings what they need. Um, And so I got to thinking around from a systematic point of view, you know, how do we describe that? Um, And I came up with the if, if coaching is the, is the essence of our service offering and program design is the map or the framework in which we 
we're guided through those sessions, then really what we're saying is that the, the program design, they're the, they're the guide rails in the session. So they're almost like the rules of the game that we're playing in each session. So it's like for this for this particular session, whether it's the same session for the for the whole day, whatever that might be, these are the rules for the day. And then how the coach plays within those rules is up to them. So they have freedom within the rules set by the, by the program design to really to express themselves from a coaching point of view, however they see fit for the, for the people that appear in front of them. So that was sort of the, the top line thing that I came up with. That, so I'll just repeat that. If coaching is the essence, then program design is really the map that we follow through the session. So it's really the, the, the program design creates the, the guide rails or the boundaries for, in which we work and in which we have create freedom to create. So in that program design setting, then when, we, when, we, when we're thinking about the program design, if we wind it back, like what does the program design mean then? I'm perhaps speaking out of turn, but I would suggest that in a lot of gyms in and around, up and down the country, there are plenty of there are pl- plenty of scenarios where the program design is almost like a, a rush job at the end of the week uh, or the start of the week. It's a Sunday night. It's like, oh shit, I've still not done my program design. I better do my program design. And it's just the the reason why it takes the reason why it takes so long and it becomes such a um, such a challenging task. Such a sort of I guess one of those tasks that really the gym owner or the, or the head of programming, whoever whoever carries it out, the head coach or whatever, sort of starts to loathe that task is because they lose meaning in it. And what they're really doing when they get to that point, they're just gathering sessions together. So almost like meaningless sessions. And why I say meaningless is because they don't link to any other session and they don't really go anywhere. And I think if you get to that point in your coaching journey or career, where your program design for the class setting starts to feel like that. There needs to be something that stops you and shakes you out of that. Or you pass the program design on to somebody else in the gym. Because at that point, you're, if, again, back to, my, back to my, my sort of high-level thought. If coaching is the essence and coaching is the expression that's created by the map that sits below it, which is program design, and the map is rubbish, the coaching is only going to go one way. And so then you get things like one day to the next, there might be a a repeat of a movement and people are sore from one day and they come in and it's the similar movement pattern the next day. And like, God, we did a load of push-ups yesterday and now we're doing, you know, whatever it might be. Um, we're, We're doing some ring dips today or something like that. I'm really sore. And, you know, the coach who didn't coach the day before, might they might take the, the, the route of get on with it, you'll be okay. And really they know that that's not ideal. And so rather, if we, have, if, we, if we look at the program design for our gyms as the map, the map for our coaching, then I think that that sets our mind for a different way of looking at the thing. And then we also realise that it doesn't need to be complex. And that's what we're going to chat to tomorrow in, in the SGPT session uh, down in Brighton. Is that I think a lot of people, again, get stuck with programme design because they're, they're searching for this almost like this perfect design in the group setting. 
and really the 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 intricacies and the details should be added on the floor and that's where the coach should be given the freedom and really they should be looking at the program design for me in the group setting almost as like a queue and i would say that the highest order of program design of the in the group setting would be really as loose and as open as possible to allow the coaches as much freedom as possible in the session and how that would look for me would be um would literally be down to movement patterns and then a stimulus in, in the conditioning piece if there was one on that day. So that might be today we're going to do um, lunge pattern along with um, single arm horizontal row. What that looks like then, and, and that's the prescription. And so my little ideal here would then be to have a level of coach on the floor who could look at that and interpret it for each individual that stood in front of them in the SGPT setting, so four to six people, and then prescribe exactly what each individual needed on that day. So even to the point of the, the stimulus. So for the new person, can the coach be agile enough to prescribe some sets around motor control and skill acquisition? So we're talking long tempo. So simple movement, long tempo, so they can really sort of grease the groove of that movement. For the intermediate person, it might be a superset. So they might be able to work in between uh, the lunge pattern and, and, and the row, and they might be airing more towards the sort of hypertrophy range. And then for the more advanced individual, perhaps they're pushing the strength if it, if it suits on that particular day. Um, they're doing some, I don't know, some heavy, um, heavy front rack split squats, um, and they're doing some, I don't know, false grip ring rows with, uh, at a tempo with a turnout at the bottom, something along those lines. But the coach then, all that they all that they go into the session with is is some high-level markers as to what the stimulus should be for each individual. And then they have the freedom to play that out in the session. Now, you might be listening to this and thinking, well, that sounds like a lot of work. How do I do that? And I, I can say that that's that's the ideal that I'm trying to create. I'm trying to paint a picture of where we should be aiming as, as sort of gold standard small group PT coaching. Um, and that's it for me. The reason being, the reason I think that's the ideal is because the opposite to that would be a very prescriptive sort of full hour of program design where we have all these moving parts and then there's not a lot of room for one for coaching for coaching good movement and rather it just becomes an exercise of logistics um for the coach in that session um but two also um there's no freedom around individualizing the prescription so it's almost too fixed so then no matter what everybody what everybody needs in that session everybody gets the same and so you can just hear in that then from the from the from the scenario that I, that I painted just a minute ago, the advanced person who has everything they need in order to push the load to create to to create the required challenge on that day, is then doing the same as the beginner, and the beginner. So then they're probably both losing out, and maybe the intermediate person who the program design is aimed at, maybe they get the best out of it, but then everybody else in and around that level doesn't get as much as they should, and then what happens? those two groups of individuals who feel a little alienated by the program design, they don't hang around for long because they're not getting challenged sufficiently in, in the set in, in the session. So they might put up with it. They might see some, um, some sort of novelty gains um, across the weeks because they've never, 
they've never done this before in this setting because they've not been to your gym. But they're not going to hang around for too long because at some point that's going to plateau. And the only way that they're going to continue to see uh, relative progress or continue to feel uh, adequate challenge is that the coach on the floor has the time and space and wherewithal, uh, so capability as a coach, competency, to individualise that prescription as much as they can. So that's the sort of high-level thought around this thing, um, is that really in the SGPT setting, the programme design needs to be really, really simple um, and really high-level, and that would be the aim. Now, depending on your level of coaches, um, that's going to depend how... how um, I guess how available that is to you right now. Um, so if you've got if you've got in your gym, if you've got a team of of relatively inexperienced sort of beginner level coaches, then 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 great, and you probably need to be slightly more prescriptive in your program design. But I would also say that they probably need a lot more support in um, developing the competency quite quickly to be able to individualize the program design. That might be that you need to work with them uh, on the floor. Uh, especially in um, more challenging classes in being in and around and show them how that how that would be done rather than leave them to it and hope that they figure it out because the reality is that that isn't going to happen. So, as I said, I think painting this as, as an ideal or at least holding this up as a, as a sort of beacon to aim towards might help set intentions and therefore direct our thoughts going forward. The alternative and what we see a lot of today, um, and I won't go into it too much because I know it's a contentious issue, um, and I know that people have good reason for doing it, uh, and they're good reasons for doing it, and I understand to a degree, but it just, with me being a bit of a purist, it, I just struggle getting my head around it, and that's the, the, the gym owner or head coach who subs out their program design. So somebody outside their gym who doesn't know their members writes their program for them and then the coaches sort of play that out in in the gym setting and yeah i just see back to my back to my sort of high level thought if program design is the map through which we express the essence of our practice the coaching element and the map is somebody else's then we we're into a google map territory where all of a sudden we don't know our way around anywhere and everywhere we go we have to fire google maps up because we don't really think about it it's an unconscious act so we just really start we start instructing this session because it doesn't mean anything to us so we don't sit once a week and discuss the ins and outs of the program design even if you do so you, you might do that so let's give devil credit where it's due you might receive the program design from outside and then between you, you sit and discuss what's what's coming in. And it might be that you don't know enough about program design yet and therefore you're using this scenario as a learning experience. So you're picking apart the program design that's coming in in order to sort of reverse engineer it and understand better. And I'd say, okay, that, that, that's, that's, a, that's a great reason. And I would say that's a, um, a good way of, um, yeah, of... of, of up, upskilling yourself and your coaches around, around program design. But I, I would suggest that's that's probably the minority that do that. And, and otherwise what happens is the program design comes in from outside. 
There's little thought around it. You miss that opportunity to have to have those conversations around your thoughts and intentions for the program design, and therefore the the the, the class has just become an instruction of a meaningless program. So we're back to what would be the case if um, you were writing these sort of session to session plans that didn't really link together. All right, the program design might be great. You might have some of the best program designers in the land who are, who are writing these things. So there are plenty of great people, great companies that are providing these 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 um, these services and so you trust them and you trust that but i would still say that the ownership of that by the gym for me knowing your members knowing what they need it allows you then to direct your program design at the mean average and so this gets around to the point of who's the program design for and back to the point of the individual even in the even in the group setting, we should still have an individual in mind as to who we're writing the program design for, and that should be for me the sort of mean average of of your gym. So, if it's being done externally, there's no way that that can happen. And so I've seen it play out. I've seen, I've seen it. I won't I won't name names, but I've seen it play out in the gym, in many gyms actually, where. The members look at the board and think, I can't, I can't, I literally can't do that. Like, there's nothing on that board that I can do. Or the other way, that's too easy. Because whilst it's a great program, you look at the board and you think, well, that's a legit program. And whoever's written that obviously knows what they're doing around program design, but they don't know the members in the gym. Having had a business with three separate gyms, I know and I can speak to the fact that. And we tried it. We tried to have, I tried to write the program design, one program one program across all three gyms. And it didn't work. Why? Because the community and the demographic that we had at each gym, despite the fact that they weren't very far apart, were all different. The levels were different. The expectations were different. The definitions of success were different. The culture was different. And even, so even within that, within within the same business, me writing the same program design for three gyms didn't work. Now, it didn't work because we cared. We cared that we cared about the outcome for the members and we cared how it was landing. So we chose to change it and we wrote, we ended up writing an individualized plan, not an individualized plan. We, we, we wrote a plan for each gym, um, which worked much better. Um, but think about then so that's that's us with three gyms and we know we roughly know what those members are in those three gyms think about then when you remove that program design to somebody that's writing the same program for 50 gyms and you don't, they don't know they don't know any any of the members how is that being received by the member how how useful is that for your members how useful is that for your demographic the chance of that landing right for your demographic is slim really slim now there's no judgment. I understand why it's done and all the rest of it. I just think that if you're in the business, my my own personal thoughts, and this is not a reflection of PFCA or the March on, I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna um, caveat that. These are my thoughts. If you're in the business of gym ownership or coaching and you make the decision to sub out program design, then Really, you're 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 making the decision to to sub out the most the most important sort of 
conduit of information um, that you have at your disposal. And the conduit is the conduit between your coaching mind and expertise and the outcome for the client. That's the program design. And what runs through the conduit is the coaching practice. So like I said, the program design in the, in the group setting creates the map in which to, to coach. Sub it out and it just becomes just becomes a little loose and a little meaningless for me. So I think that come into this industry, want to open a gym, even if it's a businessman, and you open the gym for for um, financial reasons or reasons outside of, of, of fitness, health and fitness, and you um, you employ coaches to run that gym for you. I would, I would still, I, my personal opinion would would be that you need to facilitate the writing of program design for those coaches. So they need to do it, and if they need to learn in order to do that, then then that should be funded by by the by the person that, that, that owns the gym. So those are my thoughts. For me, the program design for each gym, even if it's even if it's a gym within the same business. Each gym should be written by a coach that works in that gym, that spends their time with their members and knows them and knows the, the, the general demographic, also knows the ability of the coaches, so knows how much information needs to go on that program in order to facilitate the coaching practice of the coaches, what they need in order to understand the intention of each session, in order to feel supported in their role when they go on the gym floor so they're not having to sort of Make it up as they go. Um, and, and when I say that, I, I don't mean the freedom and flexibility to individualize things. I mean because um, I, either there's too much to do in the hour and so they have to cut things out or they know when they look at the program that it won't work for the people that are in front of them and so they have to change the whole sh- shooting match. For me, that should never be the case in the gym. There should be ongoing, continued um collaboration and conversation between the coaches there should be ongoing challenge with the program design there should be an openness to share the detail of the program design between the team so that all those things can happen so that the best outcome is for the client on the other end so the coach walks onto the floor with clarity around the intention of the session so they know what each member that comes in front of them on that on that particular day what they should be doing in order to facilitate the outcome same with conditioning within program design. What's the intention? And therefore, what should the session look like for each individual that's in front of me? Again, I've seen it play out. I've seen conditioning sessions with high skill elements for gyms that the general demographic is, is, is beginner to sort of low intermediate. And the conditioning pieces have got hang power snatches at sort of heavy weights, muscle ups and double unders. How does that play out for a beginner or an intermediate? And again, you look at it and you think, that's a really nice piece. And then you look at the people that are doing it and you think, that's not for them. <laughs> that's not for them. Whereas, if a coach in that gym takes the ownership and responsibility to write that program design and they love it and they want the best for their members, on behalf of the gym and they communicate it really well with the with the coaches what that looks like over time for me is a simplification of the program design over time to the point where each each coach 
knows the culture and the intentions behind program design to the point that they literally only need movement patterns and intentions for the day on the program and then an intention and perhaps a modality for the mixed piece and then they fill in the gaps themselves on the on the on the coaching floor for me that's the that's the highest order of group coaching and i challenge you all to to get to that point i've seen it happen i've done it myself i've been in it myself as i've mentioned before on this podcast when i talked about previous coaches of mine that was the scenario when i first started crossfit that was how it used to be played out and i think just through the the the, the sheer scale of the growth of the thing that it was became diluted and fewer and fewer gyms played that out as as such probably through a lack of just a lack of experience and ability but then with that then as i say it became diluted it just didn't become the expectation and now what do we see we see most of those gyms sort of subbing program design out because they would rather focus on other things that they deem to be more important and for me that's a that's a that's a travesty that's a travesty there's nothing more important than the product for me in the gym the coaching product which is mapped out by the program design and that's how important the program design is so if you're saying to me that you haven't got time to program design because i'm too busy doing this marketing or i'm too busy um you know upgrading my reception desk or uh, the changing rooms or uh, i'm too busy doing my own pt sessions etc etc something's wrong in your system subbing your program design out for me is is a unless you've got as i said before unless the intention is you're subbing it out in order to learn from it as a learning piece then every other eventuality i would challenge that you're on a slippery slope downwards at the point where you're subbing out the essence of your business so you're literally all style no substance you're focusing on the style and the substance is going out the window so I'm going to close this now. I don't want this to be too too much of a long drawn out process, because um, there's much more there's much more to chat about on here. But I'll call it, um, and we'll probably go into more detail tomorrow. Well, we'll I know we will go into more detail tomorrow. Um, so this is just a snapshot of what we we're going to talk about. But yes, high level, do your own program design, and the aim over time would be for that program design to get so simple yet so masterful that the coaches within your system are able to look at it know what's intended and play that out on the gym floor for every member that's in front of them and for every member that's in front of them to achieve or receive the correct stimulus for that day go and get stuck in let me know how you get on